Thanks for tuning into the China Flexpill podcast. My name is Verena and today I'm talking with Heidi Dugan, a distinguished China expert. She has probably been longer in China than most of us with her very colorful career life. Let's listen how Heidi worked in her career in all those years, what other Flexpads can learn from her in terms of strategies, skills and behaviors to be successful as a Flexpad in China. Welcome Heidi to the China Flexpad podcast. I've been here for 26 years. I have had so many different jobs from real estate to uh, collaborating on three on the board and bringing designers together to working with brands to come into the country. And then also what people know me most as um, a TV host for the uh, very popular show, You Are the Chef. Um, and now to owning my own business, that, um, you know, that it works with the consumer, the Chinese consumer and helps brands connect with them. So I've had, I've had a really interesting life, uh, especially a work life here in China. Heidi, welcome to the China FlexPit podcast. So you already spent quite a while here in China. Um, when was your first touch point with China and what made you decide to start your career here? Well, it's really interesting. I grew up learning Kung Fu martial arts. And so that was really the first time that I got a glimpse of what China was like and the culture behind it. It was really very serendipitous that I came to China. My goal was to go overseas to do acting. And then I was told about a course in the middle of China uh, in Wuhan. Uh, to study international trade. And my idea was that I wouldn't do international trade, but that I would just experience a different culture, which would in turn make me a, a better actor. What was very interesting was that whilst I was here and I moved from Wuhan to, to Shanghai, was that I got the opportunity to work with the TV stations here in China. And that led from one thing to sort of grooming their news reporters, helping them write their news articles to when they had the license to have a foreign TV host or a guest host, then I was there and I was able to, um, to, to join that. So very early touch points actually from a, from a young age on. And then it sounds like also you came on your own efforts to China, same as a lot of flexpats in our community, because also you already had an imagination what, what might China bring to you. And also they have a certain dream in mind, a vision, what they want to achieve and who they want to be. So what would you say um, someone really needs to be prepared nowadays, personally and professionally, when coming to China in order to realize their dreams? You know, I think the experience to come to China does two things. It really eliminates all of your preconceived ideas of how you should do business and what's possible. Because you're not up against or you're not connecting with people of the exact same thought process, it really makes you start to look at things in with a clean slate. So I think that... You know, especially if you're young or even if you're not young, you know, when you come to China, you have a certain amount of ability and that ability very quickly becomes known to you. What really are you good at? Um, so I think that that's the first thing is, is that you kind of can 
get rid of all preconceived ideas on how, what, or where, or, you know, that you should be or business should be because you're dealing with so many different cultures here. And then the second thing is I've always believed that China can give someone this incredible opportunity to be who they want to be. They can create a full, like, work persona and that's what's really happened when you're not held back by preconceived ideas and you start to image you know what you would look like in the future or what sort of job you would like to do there's a real um flow between the two and that's what I found here is is that what I believe I can do I can do and because of the speed of things that happens in China, people make decisions very quickly, people change decisions very quickly, that you can move along that journey on that road very quickly. If I was in Australia, for me to change jobs or change the even industry, it takes a lot more time. I need to build up a lot more credibility. Whereas when I'm in China, I have certain credibility that comes with me wherever I go. And then I, and, and you can always help them in that area. And then you can start to build on the other areas of business. So, you know, we, we're anyone that's worked and lived in China, I think has been really, really fortunate because we, have the ability to create our future. So understand mostly three things. First of all, to really be clear about your abilities and especially when you come, when they come to reality uh, entering China, then also utilize the opportunities that you have. So also creating your own work persona and finally building on the credibility. Because as you mentioned, once I have a credibility in one area, this might also help me to expand in other areas. Exactly. So you are a mentor also for the China Accelerator and you support companies to enter the Chinese market. But now speaking to our Flexbit community, if you ignore for a while the product and the business and rather look at the person itself, what kind of personality and which behaviors do Flexbits need in order to be successful in China, regardless of their business and of the product behind? Yeah, I think to be successful in China, you have to be one of two people. One is that you need to be highly, highly skilled. Um, so when we're talking about industry, you know, um, uh, factories or things like that, you know, the people that they will employ are someone that's incredibly skilled in machinery or, you know, technology or science and things like that. Um, so that's one type of person. The other person needs to be a jack of all trades. Um, and really you need to be all the, the type of person that says, yes, I will do it. Yes, I can do it. People just want their problems solved here. Being able, like if you have a Western company and then you come in and go, you know, and I have done this before. I worked at a law firm, Simmons and Simmons. I have no legal background. I have not worked in an office in, you know, as an office manager or anything in the past. 
And I was interviewing with the partner who was uh, in charge at the time. And he told me, this is the job. This is what is required. I'm coming from an acting background. So like I have none of these skills. But what I said to him is like, I don't know. I have never done this before, but I can guarantee you that I will be able to do it and that I will solve all of these problems. And I got the job. People just want to know that you will take the problem off them and that you will find a way. And I think that's, you know, that's that character the that you see a lot more in China is we I can't even say entrepreneurial because it's not just entrepreneurial. People may work within a company, but they're there. I'll just get it done. I will find a way. I may not know how to do it, but there will be someone that knows how to do it. I will either learn it. I will get someone else to do it, but I will make sure that this gets done. And that's the type of person that really um, can thrive here in China. And then, of course, if you, you have that, then you also have the ability to take it a lot further and then be an entrepreneur and build your own business as well. So pretty much two persons. The first one is this kind of super expert who comes with a very special technical knowledge, a lot of hard skills. And the second one, the all-rounder. Actually, I count myself into this all-rounder kind of person. No matter what's the issue, no matter what's coming up, I trust myself. So I have this kind of confidence, quick learning, and also communication skills. Because I think this is usually kind of the soft skills that are attached to this uh, all-rounder personality. And I fully agree with you. Usually these uh, two personas are most successful in China for a flexpat career. Absolutely. Speaking about you, how did you obtain the knowledge about China markets yourself? And did you have any mentors? So when I first came here, I studied for uh, 10 months. And so I got some basic understanding of the market and the culture. And just by living in Wuhan at the time really was like being, you know, dumped in the thick of it. So I almost felt that when I came to Shanghai that I was living in heaven. And so it was, for me, Shanghai was already such a big city. It was amazing. And 26 years ago, it was nothing like it is today. But if I was comparing to Wuhan, then, you know, Shanghai was amazing. So I, I think, you know, with the, with the jobs that I've done, they have, you know, they're always you have a job and there'll be a part of it that you can take with you to the next job. So for me, I've always been really clear on every job that you do. When you leave that job, you don't leave everything behind. You always develop certain skills that can come with you to the next job. And that's why I personally think if you're someone that likes to enjoy different sort of careers the soft skills are far more important for that sort of thing. Technical skills are not as important um, unless, again, you're going into specific fields and then you can build on those technical skills. But soft skills are super, super important if you want to do well and have a career that is incredibly varied, which I think China, you know, very much suits. Yeah, and let's also be true, hard skills can be easily outdated if you see the advancement of technology and so on. Absolutely. 
So I could imagine your first time in Wuhan was a very hard landing. I mean, I arrived myself 14 years ago in Shanghai, and even since then, it has incredibly advanced. It has changed so much my lifestyle. So really amazing experience from your side. You take every time a little piece of know-how, a little piece of learning into your next job, and then you're also building those linkages. You have more contacts you also can then advance in different areas and pretty much you have this kind of experience that make you then more knowledgeable and also working smoother uh, more mature in in the next career step absolutely and you know you can't uh, forget that time is amazing here in china because you know even yesterday i was filming and we went to a kitchen cabinetry place And the boss comes out and goes, I filmed with you 17 years ago. Um, that contact and the connection is, is, you know, is very unique in China where they, they enjoy that length of time where they've known you and that they've had a relationship with you. And so it was quite, it was really nice to have sort of to meet up with him. China one thing that you definitely accumulate and is really important for any expat is don't underestimate guanxi and guanxi doesn't come overnight guanxi is something that you could call upon 17 years later um run into someone and that connection will still be there so the way that you treat people, the way that you do business with people is really important every single step of the way. And because those people will always be within your guanxi. That's like when we talk about guanxi, a lot of Westerners think that it is oh, someone that you're really connected to. Actually, it's not. It's anyone that you have had a connection with. So that means any of your, you know, um, team, any of your bosses, any of your previous clients, all of them become your network. Whereas if we talk about it in the, you know, in Australia and the West, just because I work with someone, I would never call upon them for anything in the, you know, in the future. Here, anyone that you've worked with in the past, you can call upon in the future. And that is the incredible ecosystem that you can create. Um, but it also means that you have to make sure that you're a decent person. And isn't that interesting? You meet so many people in China in all those years where you would rather think this is probably everything super superficial. But at the end of the day, if you really leave a mark, if you leave an impression They're going to remember you. They want to have business with you or they simply, they are happy to meet up with you again. Yeah. And I yep. think these are also the, the skills or that of every flexpat has to, has to be reminded of whenever you meet a person, you never know what kind of contact this could be in like 10 or 20 years. And we talked about it in former episodes. Whenever you leave a company, leave it in good terms. Look, as an example, When I first came here and I was working at the TV station, I was grooming the news reporters. Now, three of those top news reporters now run seven TV stations and another one is like very senior in government. Um, that's a long planning and, of course, I never, you know, thought that, but they were the news reporters at the time. So the potential of 
people you never know. And I'm not saying that you connect with people that you think only have potential. What I'm saying is make sure you leave a nice, a good mark on who you are, how you work and what, you know, the relationships that you want to have because they will come with you. And, you know, 26 years later, probably my strongest thing is my ecosystem, my connections are nearly next to none when it comes to that world of people that were sort of very much at my level or lower level and they've just, you know, surpassed me or, you know, on the same and just doing some amazing things. And and it's really important to sort of appreciate long-term sort of long-term jeopardy, um, not just what you're doing at the moment. Very true. And I love this kind of expression when you said you create your own ecosystem. It's, it's really true. Mm. So you also advise on China strategies, uh, especially for products and, and also businesses. Mm -hmm. So when we think more about in terms of career, what would you recommend our Flexpats in order to make the right choices in their career? And what should they really focus on? It's people that can add value. You know, this is the thing is, is that we need to look at where is your value and where can you add value that is not already there. Is it a language thing? Um, you know, honestly speaking, that is not even that much value anymore. Uh, understanding a person's culture, yeah. So when you sort of combine those, it starts to sort of be a little bit more. I think the thing is, is that you really, as I said before, is you need to be different. You need to be someone that can bring people together. You need to be someone that, you know, no matter what gets things done. So they're the sort of people that I know all the companies that I'm working with, Very few of those of brands and things like that, they're able to travel to and from now. So they need people on the ground. They need to be able to trust them. They need to be able to know that that person, that they must come at a certain level of ability. So, you know, being able to plan, being able to manage time, manage a team, they're all very important skills because A lot of the other skills can be done by Chinese people. It's really the soft skills which people are really needing now, the ability to strategize, be able to look at information and put it together so that you can map out a plan for the future, even when it's changing so quickly. And if I now link that now, especially to a flexpad, it's not always so easy because the expats usually sent by their headquarter, right? So they already have a certain trust and credibility. The headquarter knows exactly what are their skills. And as a flexpad, the first challenge that you have is finding a company and they don't know anything about you. And usually just sending your CV over is not very, is, is not convincing by itself, right? So you have to really prove yourself in the beginning And what you just said, pretty much add value on all possible levels. And one thing that I have from, from my experience, bringing these people together, because I think every flex, but still has a certain connection to the headquarter. They know the culture here very well because they spent already a few years here. So this is definitely a value they can add. And because also every flexpert managed themselves to get them over here, build up a life from scratch, which is also not easy. So they usually have quite good organization and management skills as well. Absolutely. And so what I think that um, if you're a flexpat, you know, 
when you're wanting to jump from different companies or different jobs, one of the important things is to lean on some of those cultural things here in China, and that is connections. Um, it, yes, you may not be able to, especially now with travel being more and more difficult. Yes, you can video someone, you know, your boss or a future boss um, in the US or in Australia or in Europe. But to have someone that knows them already to connect you with them is massive. Because I know if I was, you know, if I'm here and I was trying to employ someone in Australia, if someone reached out to me and said, listen, I've got someone I've worked with that was amazing, da, 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 why don't you reach out to them? That that barrier has already been broken down. And so I think that, you know, we come back to that guanxi thing is really ask your friends, ask the people that are working in the companies that you already or that you want to work in and look at what connections they've got and lean on that more than doing a cold call because with a cold call or with sort of just reaching out to companies with no real sort of uh, connection or background, you have to prove yourself. You absolutely, and you will always have to prove yourself, but you really have to do a much stronger job to catch their attention and then, you know, to be able to, uh, you know, to convince them. If you can somehow show what your abilities without them having to commit and give them the opportunity to work with you, then actually I think that that's the best way to, you know, to, to, to get work. And what I also understand from you is proactively reach out to people, get yeah. their support and make the right connections. So it is important to not only just sort of sit back and wait for people, but you've got to be very active in the market to get your name out there so that people will come and look for you. And talking about this active networking, because I think this is really crucial for every FlexPad, how, especially in the beginning, did you look out for business partners and mentors? And how did you maintain this regular strong bond with them? You know, I don't maintain a regular strong bond with a lot of them. And that's the thing is that some of them, you know, but the bond that you have or the experience that you have needs to be a good one and it needs to be impactful. So if I have, you know, if I do something, whether it's a live broadcast, I want them to walk away going, she was the best. She was so nice. She was so easy to work with and she did exactly what we needed. Now, does that mean they're going to have that project again in the future? Not necessarily, but I can guarantee you in one project, you're probably going to have five to 10 people. And of those five to 10 people, they're all going to go into different jobs in the future and they're going to reach out to me. You don't have to have, it shouldn't be this, I've got to meet them every day. They're my best friend. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is when you have a connection or when you have the opportunity to come in contact with another business or other people, you should always bring your best and you should always think of it as a showcase for you. And that's what I do is I make sure that I, every time I'm in that sort of situation, that I am showcasing myself and what I can do and people and if I can have an impact on someone they will always remember so definitely quality over quantity 
by really giving impactful, meaningful, memorable um, experience to, to your clients, to your business partners, to your bosses, to whoever you meet here. Yeah. So what's your most exciting story while doing business in China that you will, would like to share with our Flexpad community? There are a few things that were milestones for me that were super exciting. So the first one was definitely having my own TV show that lasted for, you know, 18, 19 years was a, a massive accomplishment. Being the only foreigner that could do live broadcast on national TV was fantastic. They, that was amazing. Um, being in uh, Harper's Bazaar was super cool. I thought, you know, every girl's dream to be in one of those magazines. Um, they're small things, but, you know, they're the kind of milestones, winning awards. I'm motivated by someone else's success. And if I've had, an, you know, a little bit of a hand in that, for me, that's why I do it. Definitely a very colorful life. And I already hear out a few things that actually relates to my next questions. So um, what are you thankful for looking back at your career and life in China that you would like to share with us? I'm thankful for the opportunities that came my way that I was ready for and that there were so many people that have been integral to the you know, to my work development that, you know, gave a good word to someone else um, that took the chance on me. Um, I'm also really grateful that I've had a varied life. I'm someone that gets bored super quick. So I do, you know, with the, even within my company, I do many different things and that keeps me really my attention. It keeps my interest alive so, so I'm very grateful for that. And, and probably more than anything, I'm grateful for my, my kids, actually. They, they, through their growth and through their schooling and what they learn and how we talk to them, they remind me of the important things. Even in business, when I'm sort of talking about what I'm going through, they will often give, you know, very insightful comments And so I'm, I'm very fortunate to have children that are engaged and that listen to me as, you know, as well as me listening to them. So I think, I think that's probably the thing that I love the most and good health. Correct. Who should listen to this episode and why? What could people learn from it? I think anyone that is... Wanting something a little bit different, anyone that wants no boundaries, not to be tied down by preconceived ideas, someone that feels like they could be unleashed, they should listen to this and then make the decision to come to China and to work. And if you are already in China and you are not happy with your current circumstance, I want you to know that really... You have everything in front of you. You have all the tools and the circumstances at this present moment to be and to do some amazing things. Don't let the economic media tell you that things are difficult. This is good. This is bad. You know, really what I see now is, is that we are in a China that has massive potential and 
so many people have left. So you have even more potential to be of value to companies and also to yourself and your future goals. So I like I really encourage people to sort of, you know, strip away any of the the bolts and chains that have been holding them back to take risks. China is all about taking a risk and, you know, majority of the time they really do come off. So, yeah, that's the that's who should be listening. Before I ask my last question, let me kindly summarize the highlights from our talk. What I understand is really important to create your own ecosystem, that you are a decent person, but also very skilled, credible, add value in whatever you're doing. And from the last point, I understood really come with confidence that you can also succeed in what you're doing. My very last question, what's the top advice you want to share with our FlexPad community? Don't hold back. Keep pushing when things are hard. Push, 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 push. You only ever fail when you stop. Thank you, Heidi. It was a wonderful talk. Very exciting. I learned a lot from you and wish you all the best uh, for your further career. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode. Please recommend it to your friends and colleagues, anyone who wants to come to China or simply learn more about life and career here. The complete Flexpot community is here to help each other. Our mission of bringing every China flex put together can only succeed with your support. Thanks and see you next time.